I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about headaches, and I was talking to Sierra and Garrett. They're my producers there on the other side over there, um, if, you, uh, if you haven't met them yet. And we always try to come up with new topics, and we'd never done a whole show on headaches. And I was really surprised <clears throat> when I saw that. So I said, we got to do a show on headaches. Obviously, it has a background in, in pain management and orthopedics. So of course, we treat a lot of headache patients. So there's a lot of different types of headaches. A lot of people just think a headache is one thing. That's not true. There's a lot of different types. There's tension headaches, cluster headaches, migraine headaches, allergy headaches, hormone headaches, caffeine headaches, exertion headaches, hypertension headaches, which is high blood pressure, rebound headaches, and that doesn't mean you broke up with somebody and then you got a headache from it, and post-traumatic headaches. Of course, you get hit in the head. So headaches are pain anywhere in the head, so there's really no definite, you know, area that you have to say, this is a headache, this isn't. So anywhere in the head is going to give that. Now, sometimes patients, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes patients come to us and they'll say, we have a headache and I'll, I'll ask them some questions because there are certain times that you need to get immediate medical attention. So if you have a severely stiff neck, you're doubled over like this. I had a, a patient come in one time, I remember, and um, she was a, a, an adult dancer. Let's leave it at that. And she used to swing her head around a lot and move her hair back and forth. And she came in one day, and I kept telling her, I said, listen, you can't keep doing that. You're going to hurt yourself. And sure enough, she came in one day, and she, she was holding her left elbow with her right arm, and her head was cocked over to the left. And I said to her, you don't need an adjustment. You need surgery. I knew she had blown out a disc. So we had a shooting radiating pain. She was in severe pain. She was holding her arm up. I said, let's get an MRI. We sent her out for an emergency MRI, and she had surgery the same day. So if you have a headache like that, that's going to be something you need to worry about. Uh, if there's a rash with the headache or a high fever that goes along with it, vomiting, it's the worst headache you've ever had. Okay, you want to, uh, to the, like on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, 10 is the worst pain you've ever had. So when patients come in our offices, and, and we do a lot of pain management, of course, and patients come in and they'll say, we'll say what's your pain on a scale of 1 to 10? It's a 10. If somebody can tell me that their pain level is a 10, it's not a 10. 10 is you're screaming in pain about to pass out. So no one will be in our office if they're at a 10, although she was probably at a 10 that one day. Her name was Heather. And I said, you got you to gotta get an emergency treatment right away. So if there's vomiting, if there's confusion, if there's slurred speech, a fever, uh, paralysis over part of the body, loss of vision, these are headaches that you need an immediate neurological evaluation, medical neurological evaluation, because it could be something very, very serious. So there are things called primary and secondary headaches. Now, primary headache means it's the headache unto itself. It's, it, the, the headache is the problem. So uh, episodic headaches may occur every so often or even just once in a while, and they can last anywhere from a half hour to several hours. So that's it. You get a headache, it goes away. You get a headache, it goes away. Chronic headaches are more consistent. So tension headaches are primary headache. Tension headaches, dull, achy sensation all over your head. Um, there isn't really a lot of throbbing. Uh, and it's from what? It's from tension, muscle tension usually, and people oftentimes will walk with their shoulders pulled up against their ears. Uh, another primary headache is called a cluster headache. Uh, they occur around or behind the eye or on the side of the face, sometimes a swelling or redness. Uh, when I took my orthopedic board, I remember this many years ago, when I became an orthopedist, I'm board certified in chiropractic and orthopedics and pain management and double board certified in nutrition. But when I took my orthopedic board, the only question I got wrong was cluster headache. 
they listed all these symptoms and I was like, what kind of headache is it? Is it and I got that one wrong. So just so you know, now I'm an expert on cluster headaches. But it usually occurs on one side of the body. Uh, that's, a, again, a primary cause. Migraine headaches, a lot of people come in and say, doc, I got a migraine headache. Do you have flashes of lights? Do you have shimmering lights? It looks like it's moving back and forth, zigzag lines, stars, blind spots. These are the true migraine headaches. You see auras around things, around lights. That would be a true migraine headache. So many times people call it a migraine. It's really not. Just because it's severe doesn't mean it's a migraine. So different headaches, like tension is all over the head, clusters one side, you get the visual issues with the migraines. And so that's how we can diagnose the headaches. The kicker is, though, what do you do about them, okay? So certain environmental factors can do it. Sleep disruption, dehydration. I can't tell you how many patients have come to us over the years, and they're just dehydrated. In the summer, I've got this blinding headache, doc. Drink any water? No. I used to get those type of headaches when I played football. Because back then, you didn't get water breaks. A water break was a treat. If you did something good, if you had a good practice or a good game, then you got water. We realize now, not such a good idea. They did used to give us, which was really stupid, salt tablets. And I remember before playing football, there's a big jar of salt tablets. And the coach say, take some salt tablets. And the worst thing you could do, and if you're not drinking a lot of water, because that can really dehydrate you. So that was really stupid back then. We, we did a lot of stupid things. And again, the coaches didn't know that you should give water breaks. It's going to improve uh, performance, not make it worse. Uh, many times, skip meals might cause a headache. Uh, certain foods can cause headaches. With me, I can't do any type of monosodium glutamate. If I do uh, Chinese food many times or Thai food that has fish sauce in it, and I tell the place, please, no fish sauce. Oh, we don't put fish sauce in the food. And I can taste the fish in it. And then I get a blazing headache afterwards. It's like, all right, you lied to me. And my favorite restaurant, my favorite Thai restaurant, unfortunately, sometimes I can taste the fish. Sometimes I can't. If I taste the fishy sauce, I get a headache. I can't go there anymore. And I begged them. I said, please, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I like to refer people to you. You got to tell me if it has fish sauce or not. No fish sauce. No fish. And I taste it. It's there. So unfortunately, you can't always be trusted. So uh, caffeine will give me headaches as well. Hormone fluctuations, especially with women, that can cause more problems. Exposure to chemicals uh, can do it as well. Cigarette smoke. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that can trigger headaches. Now, there's also something called secondary headaches. A secondary headache means you have another problem, and one of the side effects of that is the headache. So an allergy or a sinus headache. Uh, headaches uh, oftentimes are related to sinus, sinus reactions. Uh, certain times of the year, you'll get more of them. Uh, migraine headaches are many times misdiagnosed as sinus headaches uh, because you say, okay, I got the pain right here. It must be a migraine. It really could be a sinus headache or vice versa. 90% of sinus headaches could actually be a migraine headaches. So the doctors sometimes have trouble uh, diagnosing, making, dif differentiating it. So with allergy headaches, I want you to consider what you're eating, not just the environmental allergies, but what you're eating. Now, we've done shows on allergies. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, uh, just type in allergy in the search bar, and we've done shows on that. But the number one food allergen, if you listen to the show before you know what this is, is dairy products. I'm fascinated how many patients come to us with headaches, and I have them write down what we call a diet diary, write down everything you're eating. And they write down everything they're eating, and I look at it, and I see the pattern. I get a headache on Tuesday nights, and Doc, I don't know why Tuesday nights. Well, Tuesday lunch is always Pizza Tuesday. Well, there you go. Or it's Taco Tuesday. They put cheese on your tacos. They don't eat cheese yet the rest of the week, so dairy products can trigger the headaches. Wheat is the second most common food allergen. Less likely, I find, to cause headaches, but many times can cause allergic reactions and sinus problems, and no sinus problems can then lead to sinus headaches. 
So if you go to our website, drjoe.com, and just go under uh, patient forms, and we have something called the diet diary. You can print it up. It's free. I'll never know if you print it up or not. And just start writing down everything you eat. And this is a neat little trick that I do, and I had to do this with myself, actually. Start writing down everything you eat, and then in the margin, write down any symptoms that you have. Gosh, I get headaches. I have uh, sinus problems. I have digestive issues. I can't sleep. Um, I get irritable. Most of the time, you're able to diagnose yourself. You look at the foods, you see a pattern develop, you see the symptoms following the pattern, and there it was. Uh, and the, my story is that my first book that I wrote, Eating Right for the Health of It, uh, was, uh, I, I remember writing the books. People said, you should write a book, you should write a book. So I started writing down uh, how to change your diet, breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks. And then people would always come to me, staff, patients, say, what did you have for dinner? So I said, oh, I had uh, sun-dried tomato, basil, pesto. I had uh, whatever, scrambled tofu, whatever it is. And so I started writing down recipes. And this kind of all evolved into eventually what will become my first book, Eating Right for the Health of It. And I remember I was uh, walking in Rome, Italy, and I didn't have a title for the book. And I, was, uh, I met this older couple, and she was a writer. She wrote children's books. And so we were walking, and it was an evening, and I, and I said, you know, I got a problem. I don't know what to name my book. And she said, well, what, what are you writing it for? I said, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's about eating right. And she goes, well, what's, what's, your, what's your purpose behind it? I said, I'm really just writing it for the hell of it. And she said, there's your title. I said, eating right. I originally called it for the hell of it. Then I changed it for the health of it. Um, and that's how the title came about. But in that book, I started writing down what, what happened was I woke up one morning. My sinuses weren't running. This is many, many years ago. And my sinuses ran constantly. I always had headaches and sinus problems. And for about three or four days, I felt great. And then it came back again. And I went, okay, something, something changed. What would I tell my patients? Start writing down what you're eating. So I kept a diet diary. And sure enough, every time I ate wheat, I had sinus problems. When I didn't eat wheat, I didn't have sinus problems. So I, being Italian, of course, I was like, oh, gosh, I hope it's not wheat. And so I did an experiment two weeks on, two weeks off, like I tell you guys to do. And sure enough, it was a wheat issue. And that's why the book, Eating Right for the Health of It, all the recipes, well over 200 recipes in there, are all wheat-free and dairy-free. Of course, they're all vegan. They're soy-free as well. Uh, and they're spectacular. People say, I don't know what to eat, Dr. Joe. <sighs> Go to the website, drjoe.com, type in, so what can I eat? We did a whole lecture on that. But if you like to hold a book in your hand, uh, you can get, you can read the book. And it has tons of recipes in there. So you'll learn what to eat. And it's really easy and it's really inexpensive. Everyone says, I can't change my diet. It's too expensive. No, 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 no. Once you start eating healthy food, you'll be amazed how much money you save and how much better you feel and probably how much longer you'll live. There's no downside to eating right. And if headaches are an issue, when again, I, I digress, if you start writing down what you're eating and then you start looking at your symptoms, you're probably going to see a pattern here with food. Hormone headaches can be an issue. Uh, women express, uh, many times have these here, uh, hormone-linked headaches. Menstruation, birth control, pills, pregnancy can all affect estrogen levels and that can cause headaches. Estimated that 60% of women with migraine also experience menstrual migraines, and there are alternative remedies to that, of course. Uh, you can come into our offices. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb in the Atlanta area, and we can do a hormone panel for you. And we can find out if the hormones are out of balance. We have a men's hormone panel, a women's hormone panel, and it really is enlightening to find out where the problems are, and then we can start digging a little deeper. Why do I have high estrogen? Well, maybe you're exposing yourself to chemicals that act like estrogen called endocrine disruptors. Where might that come from? Dairy products loaded with estrogen. Animal products loaded with estrogen in most cases. Um, maybe it's perfumes, hairsprays. We've done shows on chemicals. I don't want to go into that right now. But 
we can, if your hormones are off, we can try to find out where the, where the problem is. Maybe it's an adrenal issue. Maybe it's an ovary issue. For men, maybe it's testicles. And maybe we can get some supplements going to try to get that balance for you. Caffeine headaches, that's my, uh, my, I'm a victim of that. Caffeine affects the blood flow to your brain. Having too much can give you a headache, and quitting it, of course, can give you a headache. So in the book, Eating Right for the Health of It, my first book, we have a chapter called Kicking the Habit. And what we do is we write down how to give up your coffee. And if you should buy the book, but if you don't, I'll tell you how to do it anyway. What you do is put a, black, a cup of black coffee in front of you, and every hour take one tablespoon. And that's going to give you just enough caffeine to wean you off the coffee. The longest it's ever taken me anyone to, taken me to get anyone off the coffee is four days with a tablespoon every hour. Now, what'll happen is you'll forget every couple of hours and eventually you just wean yourself off and it's done. But if you give up co coffee cold turkey, sometimes you'll have those reactions and that's, a, that's, that's not fun, of course, and then people go back to the coffee. But that's a good way to wean yourself off the coffee. We're talking about headaches today, different causes of headaches, and then we're gonna talk about common things you can do to get it fixed. The most common thing you can do, by the way, is chiropractic care. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for all back pain. Let me say that again. Chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So in my mind, in my world, I cannot imagine anyone having back pain or headaches or numbness or tingling without getting chiropractic care first. Now, again, we talked about emergency situations. You lose speech. You lose vision. You're, you're passing out from the pain. Chiropractic care probably should be your secondary choice. But with pain, chiropractic care should always be your first choice. It's the most effective, least expensive. We can't help everyone, but a majority of patients do it. Every day in our practices, we have tons of new patients come in. We have offices, again, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. And patients say, you're my last hope. We've tried everything else. I don't know what else to do. Uh, my doctors have given up on me. Sound like you? If it does, come see us. Stop suffering needlessly. And in most cases, we get amazing results. So if you want to make an appointment, you can do that right online at drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com, and you can book an appointment for any of our offices right there on our website. Or call the office if you have questions, we'll get you booked. So we're talking about headaches today and different types of headaches. Exertion headaches, um, physical activity can do that, weightlifting, running, uh, romance, of course, can cause that. That's actually an issue. We always say, not tonight I have a headache. Well, sometimes it can cause a headache. So any type of exertion could sometimes cause headaches. And that can do, be to blood flow going up into the brain. Uh, when I played football, again, dehydration was a biggie. And then, of course, we wore helmets. And I played hockey, wore helmets. And uh, many times after a game, I'd get a headache because it was just an exertion headache. So it was just too much. High blood pressure headaches. Now, high blood pressure usually doesn't hurt. But you can have a high blood pressure headache. Uh, it's a kind of headache that signals an emergency. If your blood pressure starts going up, you eat bad food, you eat a lot of salty food, you get stressed out, you dehydrate, and you get, start getting those headaches. And the blood, as the blood pressure goes up, it's usually on both sides of the head and typically worse with activity. So uh, it's a pulsating quality, the throbbing headache that goes on. You might also experience vision changes, numbness, tingling, nosebleeds, chest pain, shortness of breath. If you have high blood pressure, go to our website, drjoe.com. Listen to the show that we did on high blood pressure because there are a ton of things that you can do to help yourself with high blood pressure. Chiropractic care, again, amazing in many cases for high blood pressure and headaches. The other thing we got to look at with high blood pressure is do you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating? Because the stomach or the digestive system could be being irritated. And it, the main nerve supply to the digestive system is the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve can throw off, throw a lot of uh, your body off balance. 
And so if you have high blood, that can affect high blood pressure because the vagus nerve helps relax the body. If the vagus nerve isn't working properly, the body may not relax. So if you're having digestive problems, many, many times it's related to your high blood pressure. And when we fix the digestive issues, we sometimes can adjust the stomach, pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, uh, or we can get you on digestive enzymes or get you off wheat and dairy products, which cause inflammatory action in the gut. Uh, we try to get you on nutrients to get the gut to heal. Many times when we fix the gut, the digestive system uh, gets better, and so that takes the stress off the vagus nerve, and that brings down the blood pressure, which can then affect the headaches. See, so many times we think it's a linear thing. I have a headache, I'm going to take a pill, a headache goes away. It works great in most cases, but you're not getting to the cause of the problem. You're just treating the symptoms. And so that's why I want you to change your thought process. Whenever you have a healthcare problem, I want you to think, what can I do to get to the cause of this healthcare problem? Neck pain, back pain, digestive issues, acid reflux, gout, toenail fungus, bad breath. These are things that are always caused by something, and we want to find out what that something is. So if you're, if, you're, if you're not treating your high blood pressure, uh, many times you may get these headaches and then we got to get in there and try to find out why. High blood pressure is dangerous, can kill you. But again, it's a symptom. It's not the cause. So other types of headaches, we're talking about headaches, rebound headaches. Again, not after you broke up with somebody. Rebound headaches, also known as medication overuse headaches, can feel like a dull tension-like headache and they feel more intense uh, and, and pain, oftentimes like a migraine, which really intense, you have to close your eyes, get in a dark room. You may be more susceptible to this type of headache if you frequently use over-the-counter medications. So you're taking aspirin, you're taking ibuprofen, you're taking acetaminophen. Overuse of these medications leads to more headaches rather than fewer. So you take the pain, it might help a little bit. As soon as it starts to wear off, bam, you get this rebound headache. And it happens with prescription medications as well. So rebound headaches are likely to occur, more likely to occur with over-the-counter medications, uh, but if you use them more than 15 days a month. Now, if you're taking pain medication more than 15 days a month, you need to come see us. We are, again, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb in, in the Atlanta area because we got to get to the cause of the problem. Because, for example, if you're taking acetaminophen, Pretty benign. It's over the counter. Comes, you know, it's a dollar or two for a bottle of it. It's got to be. It, it can't be that bad. It's really cheap, right? Well, when you take acetaminophen, it, it uses up, for lack of a better word, the glutathione in your liver. Now, glutathione is the master antioxidant. Antioxidants help prevent damage to the liver. So many times people have liver issues because they're taking acetaminophen, and how does that manifest itself? Skin conditions, psoriasis, eczema. Almost always when I see a skin condition, it's somehow I got to trace it back to the liver. So it could be something as simple as you taking acetaminophen all the time, which depleted the glutathione levels, which allowed the liver to get toxic because glutathione wasn't there cleaning out the liver, which then led to other problems. So once again, we sit down, we talk to the patients, we do a nutrition evaluation with them, we try to look at what you're eating, we'll give you supplement recommendations, dietary suggestions, and then we check the spine as well because structure affects function. And that's something that most people don't understand. If you have a pinched nerve or a bone out of place, it's going to affect how the body works. So that's why in our offices, we work on the digestive system, we work on structure in the nervous system, and we work on your diet, which is very different than what most doctors do. Even other chiropractors and nutritionists don't do it all. We try to do it all to try to get to the cause of the problem. Now, there's a lot of great doctors out there, chiropractors, nutritionists, medical orthopedists. I'm not taking away from any of them. But our approach is multi-phased. Uh, we try to get everything done as quickly as possible, and we try to hit it from all different angles. So 
rebound headaches, again, could be for medication. If you're taking a medication, once again, why are we taking the medication? You might have to take it for the rest of your life. I don't know that, <clears throat> excuse me, but you may not. And if you don't have to take it forever, let's get to the cause of it. Uh, traumatic headaches, of course, uh, that makes, I don't know if we have to go over that too much. Uh, usually after an injury, they can last for six to 12 months after an injury, but they may not show up for up to six months post-trauma. So with car accidents, we see a lot of car accidents. We get car accidents referred to us literally from all over the world because my team of doctors are really good at treating car accidents, not covering up the pain in car accidents, treating the cause that happens. And what happens is if you're hit, you may have a seatbelt on in a car accident and the seatbelt holds your body, but it doesn't hold your neck. So if your body is locked in with your seatbelt, your head can bounce around like a ping pong ball and it can tear, uh, stretch and tear muscles and ligaments in the neck, causing the bones to shift out of place, causing an inflammatory reaction and pinching the bones, uh, pinching the nerves. In all my years of practice, I've never seen someone in a car accident who wasn't hurt. If the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. Now, the COVID issue, people didn't drive for a while. Everything shut down for a while. People start driving again. People don't forget. People forget how to drive. People forget that you can't go 90 miles an hour up the highway anymore. So we're going to see an increase in more and more car accidents. If you're in a car accident, if you know somebody in a car accident, everyone in the car needs to come see us immediately. I don't want you getting tied up with some of these scam doctors and scam lawyers out there. I want you getting the best possible treatment. And the best possible legal representation, if you need it, I don't. Not everybody needs a lawyer, of course, uh, because every day patients come in and say, "Doc, I was in a car accident 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. I still have problems because it wasn't treated properly." So you want to come see us for that as well as quickly as possible. But when your head snaps around, you can have a, a closed uh, a closed head injury, and it's called a post traumatic head injury because your brain floats inside your skull, and when your head snaps forward your brain can slam against the back of your skull. Then the head slams, moves forward and the brain can slam into the back of the skull. It's called a contra-coup injury. In French, contra-coup means back and forth. So your head goes backwards and forwards and the brain is slamming into the, into the inner side of the skull. And so we see this all the time with whiplash injuries. It's really important they get treated because if they don't, they can cause some real serious long-term damage. That's why car accident patients and post-traumatic patients you need to come see us right away. So car accidents, sports injuries, slip and fall, uh, hitting the head with a volleyball, come see us right away. I don't want you suffering from long-term damage. So in most cases, if you have a minor headache, it goes away in a day or two. It could be from the caffeine. It could be from tension. It could be hormonal. Probably not that big a deal. But if it lasts for a while, you need to come see us. And if you have a headache, you're not alone. About nine and 10 head patient, uh, Americans suffer from headaches. And it could be a lot of, maybe you're grinding your teeth at night. Maybe you're, uh, again, traumatic injuries, all the things we just talked about. But research shows that spinal manipulation, one of the primary treatments provided by chiropractors, of course, may be the most effective treatment and option for tension headaches and headaches that originate in the neck. Again, most effective, least expensive treatment. 2014 in Journal of Manipulation and Physiological Therapeutics, found that interventions commonly used in chiropractic care provided outcomes for treatment of acute and chronic pain and increased the benefits, and it showed in, in several instances where a multimodality approach had been used. So what they're saying is if you tried the drugs first, it may not, be, uh, may not have been the most effective treatment long-term. Chiropractic probably was. And with the opioid crisis, crisis being what it is, I'm still amazed that chiropractic care is blasted on every news uh, report every billboard across the country 
Folks, the way to avoid opioid addiction, and I've done shows on this before, is let's get to the cause of the pain. And chiropractic care has shown to significantly increase the amount of people that get on opioids, certainly get addicted to opioids, and chiropractic care can actually help you get off the opioids if that's the problem. Stop suffering needlessly. The biggest complaint I get is, why didn't I do this sooner? And then, of course, as, as a prophylactic measure, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, that's the minimum supplements you should get every day. On the website as well, over 1,000 hours of podcasts. Hey, folks, if I don't say it enough, thank you so much for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.